listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. It is hour two of Miller and Moulton along the network on the Florida Sports Network. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, I was remiss. I overlooked. I had it right here in the middle of the sheet, too, and I jumped over it. Uh, Mike Martin, the legendary Florida State basketball coach, passing away. Baseball. Baseball, my bad. Passing away yesterday. And there are a lot of folks who were not happy at him being forced out. Okay. And then uh, never mind then his son getting forced out. Uh, but a, a legend in the Florida State Athletic Department. Uh, it got to Omaha many times. Unfortunately, they, they never got the final out of the College World Series. Um, you know, our buddy Jeff Cameron telling a story yesterday in which, you know, Mike Martin Sr. used to say, you know, uh, kind of the old Woody Hayes, you know, argument. You know, I wouldn't stop for gas in Michigan. You know, Mike Martin saying, you know, I wouldn't stop for gas in Gainesville. I don't want to contribute to the local economy in any way. You know, I will say Florida baseball team sent out a very classy uh, on Twitter saying, hey, uh, great man, legend, uh, was an honor to compete against you, showed a picture of him, you know, at home plate exchanging lineup cards against the Gators. Uh, it was very nice, uh, you know, there's there's rivalries and then there's class and the, the Gators, you know, were really good yesterday in honoring uh, Mike Martin, legendary Florida State baseball coach who passed away yesterday. His record in 40 seasons. Right. 2,029 wins. <laughs> 736 losses. That's 51 wins a year. Right. Right. Most teams play in the regular season. By the way, you play around 54, 56 games in a in a college baseball regular season now obviously it shows he had many a deep playoff run to add on to it but 17 college world series appearances but no titles ever that's who dion played for think about that dion was playing for mike martin and bobby bowden at the same time man the other thing that uh you've been a little remiss on today david what's that it's groundhogs day you don't even mention Oh. A great national holiday. It's, it's crap. It's Honestly. crap? Crap. Crap. First off, first off, how do we know that he sees the shadow? Do we interview him? Oh, okay. here we go do again. We do we interview him? If, no, if sure, I can't sure. interview it's a horse, it does he really, is this really an athlete? Exactly. Okay. Secretary and a greater athlete than Oscar Robertson. Really? Did you see the really? Belmont? Did uh, you see it, the Belmont? Yeah, it's a horse. It's a horse. Okay, is Mr. Ed an athlete? No. And he No, he's an actor. The, and he could do the post-game interview. No. No. It's crap. We don't know whether or not he sees his shadow every damn time and it's six more weeks of winter. Yeah, no kidding. It's February 2nd. Of course it's going to be six more weeks of winter. Look at the calendar. Give me a break. By the way, I thought the movie Did you was have okay. to cover this at some point for a station you work for? Were you actually Bill oh, Murray yeah. having be being oh, sent to Punxsutawney yeah. there Punxsutawney, and I went to Punxsutawney, yeah, when I worked at uh, in Scranton. Oh yeah, we we made the trek. 
You know, one, oh, yeah. Punxsutawney. Yeah. Is this why you hate Groundhog's Day? No. At, that, at the time, I was excited. Like, look at this. Young whippersnapper in the business. I'm here. You know, the Punxsutawney Phil. This is cool. No. It's crap. It is. And you know what? The movie's overrated. Movie's okay. Movie's, movie's a good movie. It, it's, it's okay. It's pretty good. The movie's pretty good. I'll give it a B minus. Oh, now, now we're going to give minuses. Now, right. all of a sudden, the yeah. guy who has the most stringent grading laws in the history of mankind is throwing out minuses for movies. Well, I did that for you because you're big into the pluses and minuses. But fine, if, if need be, I'll give it a C then. It's I'll not a, it C. a C. It's well, not a C. My grading system, it is, remember, 85 was a B. Where I So, you know, Groundhog Day, 84. Tough-ass C. That's what it was. Tough. You got four multiple choice wrong out of 25. It's an 84. Suck it up and deal. Groundhog Day. What an overrated event. Hey, so I shattered it. Six more. Really? Prove it. Prove it. I think David did have to cover this at some point. This, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. And now he's it, it, apparently it was the worst moment in his life. It wasn't. Got to get up really. Uh, oh, man. Got to get there the <laughs> day before. You got to get up at a ridiculous hour. But I was fired up. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Chalk this up on, you know, the great career I'm going to have. New poll yeah. question up. We already have one up on the damn Super Bowl that no one's going to yeah. care about. No one's is Groundhog's Day overrated, yes or no? Oh, my goodness. Can you put way overrated? Is that a category? Capital way? Jeez. You know, when I was in school, the teachers used to put the whole thing on the projector screen so we would watch this every year. Look but, at that. So so I, I'm fine with Groundhog's Day. Well, yeah, because it, it, you got to blow off a half hour of class to right. watch a – Rodent crawl out of a hole and see a shadow. And it was it was fun. I mean, some of the teachers got into it. But I think more people are going to be on David's side. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh no, no, people find it cute. No, no, no. Ah, it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, who whizzed in your weenies this morning, Molten? Come on, how do we know? Yeah, honestly, prove it to me. Saw a shadow. Prove it. Prove it. Oh, I'll hang up and listen. Prove it. Well, I was going to have a little fun with Groundhog's Day. Mr. Happy over there will probably slam this idea, too. Because in the movie Groundhog's Day, Bill Murray kept reliving the day that he hated so much over and over that he and Dave Moulton ate so much over and over. I wanted to flip it. Maybe a little positivity in your life. Maybe make you a little happier. Maybe oh, think so, of- you're, so you're adding Andy McDowell to the equation, are you? I am. I'm okay. going rom-com on you. All right. But it's a sports com. If you could relive one sports day in your life over, what day would it be? Oh, come on. Because I don't want to hear the day I got married, the day my kids were born. I don't care. Well, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those were solid B-plus days. But, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, you're talking about the A day. Yes. All right. I I can't believe I'm going to say this So, because I never talk about this. Um, I hope my wife can't hear me. So, um, I'm married for the second time and I, uh, married my college sweetheart and, 
uh, we shouldn't have gotten married. Everybody, uh, they were placing bets apparently when she was walking down the aisle as to how long it was going to last. You know, we were the only two apparently who didn't know. And so um, we went to uh, marriage counseling a couple years into the marriage. And I was still hopeful until about 12 minutes into the first session in which I realized, oh, wow, this sucker's over. So the therapist asks me, looks right at me and says, when was the last time you were happy? And without hesitation, I said, when Matt Barr squeezed a 42-yard field goal inside the left upright to beat the Niners in the NFC Championship. And I turned around and looked at my then wife and I said, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> right. And it was at that moment that I realized, you know, I, I think we've reached our end. Okay. Whew. But is that the day that you'd want? No, no, th- no, no. Th- that and kick. that's a really good day. That's an A minus day. But. I, I swear, I, honestly, lightning bolt come down and take me out right now. I, I swear I, I, that. Well, I would like to say don't ever change, but it's really obvious from that little commentary that you I haven't. Did. No, no. I stayed true to myself. I did. <sighs> but so. what's the sports day you'd want to relive? Okay. All right. Do you have one? Oh, sure. June 14th of 94, the Rangers won the cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be it. Yep. No doubt about it. And don't get me wrong, all right? The the Giants taking out the Patriots when they were unbeaten, I mean, that's number two. I mean, that was, you know, my grandfather had passed away earlier that season. He's the reason I'm a Giants fan. You know, Eli hits Plaxico. I mean, I'm getting choked up now. I had tears down my face when Plaxico caught that ball in the end zone. I mean, I it was – that was – that was unbelievable for me, but it's still second to June 14th and 94. And there's a bunch for me that I, but I think the Tigers winning the world series in 84. Okay. I was 15. You, right. I was with two buddies. I remember everything about that day and, you know, you know so much to look forward to in life and all of those things. So I would go back to the 84 Tigers, although it would, you know, there's some, there's actually a close second. There's a great day. If the outcome would have been different of the Michigan State-Georgia Tech regional final game, because it's one of the greatest days I've ever had in my life. With the people I was with, we were on spring break in Marco Island, and it was just one of those great days. You mean when they didn't have replay and Kenny Anderson's shot was A, late, and B, his foot was on the line and it was a two, not a three? Not that I... Not that that right. still haunts me. No, right. exactly. Right. Not, not that Michigan State should have won by one and Judd would have gone to the Final Four, right? Right. Yeah. Right. No, no big deal or anything. There's nothing riding on it. Right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Trent? There's a few that come to mind. One of them was a couple weeks ago. The Lions winning a home playoff game in Fort Field. That was such a big deal for a lot of people. And for you, you're yeah, you're a diehard Lions fan. So you something that you'd never yeah, seen before. Season ticket holder. Five years well, of season tickets, paying well, hard earned money. Honestly, what honestly, I mean, you're twenty four years of age, you're a Detroit sports fan. Yeah. What 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 is as big as what was it now? Uh you know, nineteen days ago. Yeah, nothing. No, that exactly. That's why I'm right. not I'm being serious. And then also, I mean, this is where Michigan State comes in and helps a little bit because when 
Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman beat Zion's Duke team in 2019, March 31st. It was my freshman year of college, and I just remember campus was a zoo. That would be night. cool. And P I mean, professors were canceling class the next day because they knew no one was coming. It was amazing. That was another one that I probably want to relive. There you go. Okay. So, what's your sports groundhog day? Twenty-one thousand is the text line. And and I'm proud of you that you're doing it in a positive way. Because let's face it, there's a lot of us fan bases that have days and outcomes of certain games that are haunting us forever. Let's lift the spirits. It's a football Friday without a damn football game, David. We've got to do something. And apparently you hate Groundhog's Day. David, it's a it's, cute little groundhog. It's crap, I tell you. And we have no proof that he sees his shadow. None whatsoever. We're making it up as we go along. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. Trent and the play of the day coming up in a handful of minutes. Pat Kerwin at the top of the hour, live from the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Miller and Moulton on the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. But we have trouble coming up with one poll question. How many did you fire off? Two. On the show today. We had the one for like three days. Oh, uh, yeah, the one we kept forgetting. Right. This is why I think it's kind of – I almost feel like the poll question shouldn't get finalized until the first hour is over because you got to set the tone for the show, and then we start getting to talking, you know? Then all of a sudden Groundhog's Day is now going to be something that's referenced for the rest of the show. So you might as well have a question related to it. Well, the, the original poll question from Wednesday – was which do you think will happen first, a Super Bowl outside the U.S. or a pay-per-view Super Bowl? Voting in that is tight. 60-40, pay-per-view Super Bowl winning. I voted pay-per-view. I did as well. And then, do, because of... I do think, by the way, sorry, I do think, Mark, like in our lifetime, do you think they'll play the Super Bowl? We're both in our 50s. Do you think we will witness a Super Bowl played outside the U.S.? No. I do. What city? Uh, probably somewhere in Mexico. That's what I think, too. If anything, it'll be – they'll keep it in North America because – Of the time. Of the time. And, and I mean, I know it's a TV show. They don't really care about the fan experience. But they, I don't think – I think they'd keep it in North America before they go over to London or something like that. Yeah, I, I just think it's an American holiday, and I don't know if taking it out of – or a United States holiday, if taking it out of the country is – Something that the league would do. But because of David Moulton's rant and hatred of Groundhog's Day, is it's Groundhog's overrated. Day overrated? It, it, is it overrated? Okay, we, we, the question should be, how overrated is Groundhog's Day? Somewhat overrated? Very overrated? Oh my goodness, it shouldn't even be a thing overrated. Seventy-six percent of you agree with David that it's overrated. Wow, I thought it'd be exactly the other way around. I'm going to guess Groundhog's Day appeals to women. Well, it was a rom-com after all, right? Because when you think you know we need a subject for a, a rom-com, and somebody in the back of the room goes, uh, "How about the Groundhog? Groundhog's Day? Oh, wow, that's a that's a winner." 
Somebody get me a script. So then Mark, tired of my negativity, tired of my snark, tired of my attitude, not willing to wait the hour that apparently we have to wait in, in order for the show to have a theme and what have you and get going. That's what Trent wants us to do. Mark said, uh, well, hell with this. I'm not going to put up with this the rest of the day. Okay, I'm going to turn his negativity into a positive. What Groundhog Sports Day would you want to relive over and over again? Molten on Miller Crime on a Friday morning. I'm telling 720, you. 7.24 a.m. That was the a-hole moment of the day. Right I'm there. telling you right now. That, that, you know, unfair. like this guy says, watching the Red Sox break the curse with my dad. Yeah, I think yeah. this is a great question. I don't know. It is. <laughs> David just it hates Groundhog Why would we want to live a, you know, let's get to the most negative day you've ever had in your sports life. Why don't we just right. bring them Why don't we just pile on the misery? Why can't we just make the day worse for everybody? I mean, you know, you know we're out in the morning. Why try to give anybody in a good mood when they go to work and have to deal with their a-hole boss for the rest of the day? On a Friday. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking. What was the worst moment of your life? <laughs> Let us know. 21,000. I love that Sox fans have different, you know, this guy watching the Sox break the curse, this one watching the Sox come back from three down to beat the Yankees. Just in Red Sox fan, which one's, you know, bigger? Right. The example that I gave, I actually treasure the Giants winning the NFC championship game more than I do seven days later than beating the Bills in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's like I, I would say the Lions beating the Rams to me was a bigger deal than beating the Bucks to go to the NFC Championship game because it was the first one and they were playing Stafford and all, it was the night game, all that stuff. And I was there. That helps. By the way, Mark, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm out of line. Now, I don't deserve to be fired over it, but this is one of those times in which, you know, find the middle ground. I deserve a suspension of some kind. You know, I don't know if it's the rest of the show. I don't know if it's uh, a couple of shows next week. I don't know if I just have to sit out a segment. I don't know. Is it? Do I get a five-minute penalty? So you know, <laughs> actually, if we're going to punish you, I'll sit out the segment and let you exactly. do all the work. You do the work. I'm going to go get breakfast. Trent's thirsty. Trent I'm wants hungry. a Gatorade for crying right. out loud. I'm going to run to Seven Eleven. Exactly. Mark's like, listen, you filled the Kerwin at the top of the hour. I'll be back with breakfast <laughs> and drinks. <sighs> Might as well transition right to the play of the day. Brought to you by Molly Maid. Give your spouse the gift of the clean house. You could do that every day, not just Groundhog's Day, David. Listen, if you're going to have a Groundhog Day moment as a married man, okay, jewelry, okay, or maid service, that's the stuff that you want to, you know, you can keep going back to the well. All right, because if she looks at you funny, you get to go, oh, really? Six more weeks of winter? <laughs> help me help you. What do you got for us today, Trent? Let's go to the KSU Convocation Center in Kennesaw, Georgia. The Kennesaw State Owls are hosting the Bellarmine Knights. The game goes to overtime, and it looked like the nine-point favorite Owls were going to escape with a win. They went on a 9-0 run to take a two-point lead with just four seconds to play. So the Knights went to the drawing board, and they drew this up on the inbounds play. 
Long pass. Suter gives to Johnson for the win. Bellerman with .7 to go. Johnson another three. Gordon heaves. And Bellerman in overtime. Ben Johnson's three. Big week for Ben Johnson. He uh, knocks it down to give the Knights just their sixth win of the season. And, you know, admittedly, that wasn't going to be my play of the day, so I don't have a ton of information on I pivoted last second because that was an electric call. But there's your play of the day by Miley Mate. Bellerman had lost 10 in a row. They beat Jacksonville on Saturday. That's two in a row for Bellerman after losing 10 in a row. Don't look now. <laughs> They're on a roll. Are the Knights from Bellerman? Look at you going A-Sun basketball for our play of the day. He really is a basketball goober, Mark. That was a little bit of me. I saw the play, and I'm like, this is a great play. If the call's anywhere close to how good the play is, you might want to throw it in there. It was a. So was it like the Ole Miss uh, Valpo, Valpo play? Similar. They throw Similar. it to the guy, he catches it, and then he hands it off. Yeah. And the shooter makes the three? Correct. And he th- he literally threw the caught the pass in the air, threw the pass while still in the air, and the guy nails the three. It was a spectacular that's Bryce, play. That's the Bryce Drew uh, Valpo play. Right. Beat Ole Miss in the tournament. That's our Molly made play of the day. 239-774-5839. That's 239-774-5839. Call Molly made. Get your appointment. Get your house clean. Make your wife the happiest wife to be with a clean house that she doesn't have to clean, or in my case, I don't have to clean. Man, I have to admit, I would have lost money on that. I figured Trent was going to Lincoln, Nebraska. That that was the plan. For the but, Huskers coming from 16 down at the half to beat Wisconsin in overtime. You know what irritates me about this, just real quick here, because when I look for the play of the day, I look for the call on X, okay? And what these teams have started to do is they post like five-second clips they don't give you like a nice twenty second chunk of the call and the build and the up setup. And, the, and the crowd reaction. They don't give you anything, so it's hard to find some things sometimes. But I wanted to go to Nebraska, but Kennesaw State will do. But we go to Bellarmine instead with the big three to win it to knock down the defending A Sun champion Owls. Look at you! That's more A Sun talk that will happen on any radio station in the country today. And that includes in Louisville, the home of Bellarmine. They're like, what the hell is this show talking about? Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. 22 minutes before the top of the hour, Pat Kerwin joins us live from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama at that time. We have breaking news, Mark. Breaking news on the show. It's a big story. This just in from Adam Schefter. Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow. I repeat, from Adam Schefter. Hope Mike Florio is okay with this report. Punxsutawney <laughs> Phil did not see his shadow. So the groundhog is predicting an early spring. Of course, do we have proof of this? No. He denied all post-shadow interviews, and we just have to take his word on it. 
course, he didn't have any words. Because he's a groundhog! But leads to one of our poll questions. Is Groundhog's Day overrated? 82% of you currently saying that it is. Yes. All right. Finally on the right side of something. Man. I love the fact Adam Schefter is reporting that. I'm sure others did as well, but, well, we got it from Schefter. So there. Don't know who's going to be the offensive coordinator of the commanders, but damn it, Phil didn't see his shadow. (sighs) And so Mark, you know, Mr. Positivity, he wants to hear from you what's your favorite Groundhog's Day in sports. You know, the one day that if you had to live over and over again, you'd be like, oh, well, it would be this one. You know, for me, it'd be the day the Rangers won the Cup. Just coming up on 30 years. Holy blank. Oh, Oh, man. I'll tell you what, between the Rangers and the Mets, it's been so long. If they ever win another one, it might top the first. It's possible. Man. It's so possible. Mine's, eight, mine's 84, watching the Tigers win the World Series. Where were you, 15? 15 years old, sophomore in high school. Boy, wouldn't it, can I ask a question? Can you come up with a scenario that you think would equal it, never mind surpass it, now that you're in your early 50s? No, I can't. So, it, you're listen, Michigan State is the height of your sports fandom. So, could you? would it be another title for Izzo? Would, how about this? The football team wins a Big Ten championship. Yeah, and David, that would do it. But I don't – I cannot picture in the current state of affairs right. that program ever getting to those heights again. I really cannot. But if by chance one of those two things happened – Put it this way. If they got to a Big Ten title game, I'd be an Indy. I'd go. Well, I hope it happens next year then because, you know, I, uh, we're doing the game. So, you know, I'd, I'd get you a hotel room and, you know, I can, I can come through for you. I like the way this is shaping up. I was going to say. Although they're get, new coach and they're going to probably win four games next year, but it's all right. I understand, right. but, I'm, I'm, you know, this whole positivity thing that you're on here, I'm just trying to get, you know, I'll get you pregame passes on the field and uh, everything. Oh, you'll be hammered, too. You will have tailgated. It'll be embarrassing. I'll have to hold on to your arm, okay, while we're down on the field about an hour before kickoff. But that's all right. I'd make it happen for you. Gary, the Spartans are in the title game. I'd have to do it for Trent, too, though. He's an alum also. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. I'd ride the Colt Tales. If you guys were actually doing this, I, I would... Oh, no, we'd be doing it. Hell, so I'd be the one without a room. You two would have the room. Hell, I don't know where I'd be sleeping. Just need a small space on the floor. I wouldn't sleep. Well, Danielson usually gets a suite, so I'd probably sleep on the couch in his suite. That's what I'd do. It's good to see that they give him a suite. Well, I mean, you know, should. Exactly. Yeah, him and Brad and Jenny. I mean, you know... I mean, the whole NN suites, it's nice to see that somebody gets a suite. Well, exactly. I mean, rumor has it, okay, at the, you know, NN suites that there's three or four suites. So, you know, Gary and uh, Brad and Jenny get them. All right, good. So, uh, hey, you know, the NCAA has been in the news lately a lot. You know, people uh, 
according to them, uh, screwing up, committing uh, violations, and uh, they're coming after people. Well, um, Iowa, Iowa's concerned. Uh, they screwed up recently, and uh, they're self-reporting a uh, violation. They claim it's a level three violation. But, you know, the NCAA ultimately gets to decide. Level three, the the smallest of violations. Level one, the most serious. Uh, Mark, this is a true story. Iowa self-reporting a violation, impermissible contact with Caden Proctor. Apparently, last year when Proctor was at Alabama, he had a tough game. And someone on the Iowa staff sent him a text that said, hang in there, buddy. So it's a self-reported violation. Sent a text, you know, to a kid they had recruited who's from the state. Right. He chose to go elsewhere. And, you know, he had a rough game. And so, you know, a guy sent him a text that said, you know, hang in there, buddy. That's it. This is a self-reported NCAA violation. Is this like with the bagel? What was the school with the bagel in which you could put peanut butter on it, but not but sour not, cream? But not cream something? cheese, right. It was peanut right. butter was okay, but cream cheese was an uh, impermissible right. benefit. Yes. Right. That was that was a level three violation. The cream cheese on the bagel was the violation. Right. So... Anyway, I love the fact that they self-reported it. I think that's spectacular. Yep. I mean, this is like when Tiger had to pay back the $12.48 because Arnold Palmer bought him lunch. You know, Jay Billis told the story recently in which he was asked, you know, why'd you choose Duke? What was it about, you know, he was a California kid. And he said, you know, I just put it this way. I was being heavily recruited and people came out and they knew what my favorite restaurant was. And there were like eight coaches who took me to that restaurant. There was only one coach that made me pay for lunch. Okay. That was my Krzyzewski. All the others picked up my tab and we all knew that they weren't allowed to pick up my tab. Coach K looked right at me and said, listen, I can't pay for your lunch. Okay. It's an NCAA rule. All right. So you got to pay for lunch. So Mike wasn't cheating back then? Not then. Well, he hadn't gotten anybody yet. Okay. No, he didn't have the Nike didn't bag. Didn't have a bag man. Then. Didn't have a bag no, man at that point. Oh, no, it was 40 years ago, right? Right. No, Build the program no, no. the right way. Well, you know, they all start doing it the right way. You know, and then eventually you realize, well, I mean, if you're going to help, okay. Help. Yeah. I need one you of these. Help. I need one of those. And I need one of them. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to, you know, get into the Final Four is nice. I'd really like to cut down the nets. You want to help? That'd be great. So, um, anyway, so 21,000 is the text line. What's the, um, what's the, if you could, your, your Groundhog Day for sports, the day you'd want to live over and over again. Your Bill Murray in the movie, only, uh, you know, the, the equivalent of Andy McDowell is uh, this moment in sports. And for me, it'd be June 14th of 94 when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. So, what is it for you? 
This texture says, my Colts beating my dad's Bears in the Super Bowl. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Well, and that was the only one Peyton won in Indy. And uh, this person basically is giving me their positive one. They, they have developed their own snark here, David. Okay. For Miller, it's the 84 Super Bowl. For Moulton, it's the GD Tuck Rule game. So he wants to relive 38-9 over Theismann and the Redskins at the Big Sombrero. He'll relive that one over and over again. Right. But if it was and, your day, if it was right. if it was your right. attitude with the show today in their yep. most negative sports moment, he actually gave both. I like that, by the way. That's our early nomination for texture of the day. Giving a Miller answer and a Moulton answer. That's outstanding. I resemble that remark. Oh, I do. I, d- I deserve that. I got pretty negative, pretty snarky. Oh, Groundhog's Day. What a joke. What a crock. Uh, honestly, he sees the shadow. Oh, today you didn't see the shadow. Really? What's the difference? Honestly, I want you to roll the tape from last year and roll the tape from this year. You tell me. I literally, I want Aikman. I, I want the analyst. I want circles on the screen. I want you to show me the difference. Uh, see, this is the moment where he followed the pulling guard and he saw his shadow. Okay, now if you see this year, a year later, you see what happened. Okay, the the elements, they blew up the blocking scheme, and Phil was like, ah, ah, what's going on here? And he didn't see anything, and so we have an early spring. No, seriously, I, I get out the telestrator. Show me the difference. They pick this fat thing up out of the ground. They hold it up in the air. They put it down. It, it does whatever it does. They pick it up. They show it again. Some guy all dressed up to the nines. I mean, what is he in front of the, you know, Buckingham Palace and the castle, for goodness sakes? It's a groundhog. You can take the gloves off. Certainly the hat. What do we need the hat for? Entails? I like the top hat. Of course you do. You want to, you, you know. Love the pomp and circumstance. Mark likes fun. I do. I enjoy fun. It's the best thing to have. Mark likes fun and chaos. Those are the two things Mark likes. No, he's also into, not for him, but for everybody else. He wants everyone else dressed up. Not him, though. Oh, that's not true. I, I would have been fine back in the day when everybody was wearing a sport jacket and tie to the game. Oh, so you would have been fine in the 19-teens and the 20s? Oh, yeah. The baseball crowd, everybody basically. Doesn't it look like everybody went to church and went to the ballpark? Pretty I, I much. Mean, that's... All the crowds that you see in the black and white era, it's like, wow, they go to the game before church or after? I liked when I got on flights in the 70s and everybody was dressed up, David. I did. Now everybody looks, you know, you got people's feet on planes. I know. I'm dealing with toes. I'd rather deal with the groundhog, by the way, than people who don't take their shoes off on a plane. I got to be honest. That's just, I get pretty snarky. If you're in my row and you don't have socks on your feet, and you take your shoes off, uh, it, it becomes a very uncomfortable experience for all three of us. And I'm a flip-flop guy, not on a plane. You wear shoes. You cover your feet. That's all I've got. 21,000 is the text line. What's your sports groundhog day? What's the day you'd want to live over and over? This person says the Pats come back, 28-3 over Atlanta. Another one says Dale winning Daytona. Ah, Look at that. 
98. There you go. This one says January 97. NCAA football. The old ball coach. Go Gators. Oh, yeah. 52-20. Sure. Someone just texted wide right a while ago. I... Okay, now once again, yeah, we have I to need a little out, more. Are you a Giants fan or are you a Canes fan? Exactly. We have to ask. <sighs> so, you know, let's be positive. All right. I was out of line. I was. I, I deserve it. All right. Even Trent came off the top rope and, you know, like, you know, gave clothesline me. And then I, I deserve it. All right. I just got a little little too negative about Punxsutawney Phil. Took it well, out on everyone and everything else. I will say, based on the vote, you really didn't because – Four or five, better than four or five of you agree with David that Groundhog's Day is overrated. That maybe your original question of how overrated is Groundhog's Day would have been a better question. We got to get Pat's answer to this, right? Oh, he doesn't care. During the break. It's overrated to Pat. <laughs> Guaranteed. Pat, you know what Pat, Pat cares about? If, if the Pugs senior poll. If Pugsatani Phil was a D3 lineman at the senior poll, right. Pat would be all in. He'd interview him, and he'd tell you whether or not he could play on Sunday. Right. Outside like, of that, Pat doesn't care. Yeah, the only value Punxsutawney Phil would have to Pat is if he was a long snapper. Or if he could get pressure on third down. Or if he played for a minor league hockey team in Southwest Florida. That's it. <laughs> right. Now, if, right, if he played in the ECHL, Pat would love him. You know, you have to admit, Punxsutawney Phil does sound like he could be a, a fourth-line grinder. Oh, they're bringing out the Punxsutawney Phil line. All right, the coach really trying to change, you know, what's going on here. You know what he is? He's a momentum changer, David. Exactly. Down 3-1, late second. They send out Punxsutawney Phil and the boys. Going to want to get the puck in deep and start the cycle going. Look at Phil doing that work in the corner. Great on faceoffs. Boy. I've already got in my head. I got Pugsatani taking the draw. I know, and then I have him going to the front of the net, looking for a deflection. Goaltenders having trouble seeing around Pugsatani. Pat Gerwin next.